If there is no plan, there is no growth. Don't mistake activity for achievement. Many people are busy all day long doing meaningless tasks. Today, I'm gonna outline a simple framework that you can leverage to organize and execute the things that matter most. Let's dive in. Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello and I wanna welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, how do business leaders like us, who really wanna do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they wanna see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Last week, I talked about how leaders regain lost motivation. If you happen to miss it, you can watch it on my YouTube channel or stream it in the Getting Results podcast. In that episode, I highlighted the value of updating your 30-day commitments. See, reviewing your strategic plan is a great way to get your mojo back. Well, what do you do if you don't have a strategic plan? What if you create a plan, but guess what? Never make time to look at it. See, one of the challenges we all have is turning our list of goals into a living, working plan, not one that sits on a shelf. The other challenge many people face is thinking that the planning process itself is some big, time-consuming task. It's not. Today, I'm going to outline a simple framework that you can leverage to organize and execute on the things that matter most. This is the same framework that I use, and it's universally applicable to any situation. There are four core elements in my mind that make up a strategic plan. I wanna simplify each one so you can see how easy it is just to get started. The first element is your annual objective. What do you wanna accomplish in the next 12 months? See, zoom way out, right? If you're a football team, your annual objective is to win the Super Bowl. What is your Super Bowl? Let me give you a personal example. Last year, I had an annual objective of writing a book. Do you see how zoomed out that is? All the little details like chapter titles, publishing process, and a bunch of other stuff is irrelevant. What matters is the annual objective. Once you have your annual objective in mind, give some thought to how you're going to measure it. How will you determine if that objective is actually met? See, that question alone forced me to refine the language around my annual objective. My annual objective was to become, to, was to write and publish an international best-selling book on Amazon. Do you see how clear that is? It was not only going to write it, no, it was not only going to write it, but I was going to publish it, and it, I would measure my success if I made the bestseller list in multiple countries. How crazy cool is that? The second element of your strategic plan is what I call your 90-day goals. See, I love looking at things from a 90-day perspective. This is where you can brainstorm what you can do in the next 90 days to just move the needle on your one-year objectives. Give yourself the freedom to brainstorm a list of things you can do without any limitation. Just get thoughts out on paper. And I say that because something magical happens when you begin to put pen to paper. Once you've exhausted a list of ideas, begin to stack rank to task. What's most important? What needs to be at the top of your list? What order do things need to, to fall into? 
resist the temptation to become over, overzealous. I, I, for me, like I, I knew I was never going to write my book in three months, but I could make a significant progress in three months. I could complete a draft of, say, one chapter. I could, I could speak to a publishing company. I could research copy editors. The, the question I want you to ask is this. What are you willing to do in the next 90 days that will move the needle forward on your annual objectives? The third element of your strategic plan are your 30-day commitments. Answer the key question. What are you going to do in the next 30 days to reach your 90-day targets? This is where you really start to begin to zoom in and you get laser focus. It's no longer about your annual objective. All your time, focus, and energy needs to be spent on what you can accomplish in the next 30 days that will move the needle towards your, your 90-day goals. What is most important in the next 30 days? Examine your 90-day list and, and group similar tasks. Stack rank them again and see if there's one task that will act like a, what I call a domino effect and that's going to propel the other ones forward. Let me give you an example, back to my book example. When I was writing my book, I had a quarterly goal of drafting one chapter. The domino for me was to get my table of contents done in the next 30 days. It didn't matter which chapter I drafted. What mattered most was having a list of chapter titles to actually choose from. That was my domino. What are you willing to commit to in the next 30 days? See, I use the word commitment here on purpose because you have to commit to actually doing the work. Imagine if you did this once a month for a whole year. How much could you accomplish? Okay, before I share the fourth and most important element of a strategic plan, I encourage you to hit the like button and drop a comment below. Drop a comment like, hey, I'm creating my plan this week, or I'm ready to create my plan, let's do it. Whatever works for you, I recognize that this is a choice. Guess what? Having a plan is also a choice. If there is no plan, there is no growth. Why not practice by dropping a comment below? Action of any kind sends a signal to the universe that you're ready and willing to show up differently. That in itself is a mindset shift. Okay, let's now talk about the fourth and most important element of your strategic plan. That is your weekly big rocks. Creating weekly big rocks requires clarity and discipline. They are two sides of the same coin. Let's unpack this. Let's talk about clarity first. What can you do this week that will help you reach your 30-day commitments? Now, that, now this is the time when we actually zoom way in. Using my book example, I made a 30-day commitment to have my table of contents done. See, I was envisioning a book with like three sections and four chapters per section. Therefore, one of my 30-day commitments was to have a table of contents that included 12 chapters. During the first week, one of my big rocks was to create a list of 24 potential titles I could choose from and brainstorm five or six section titles. Again, see how zoomed in this was? Challenge yourself to identify three big rocks each week. What are the three most important big rocks for you this week that will help you reach your 30-day commitments? See, while clarity is important, recognize that it's only half the equation. Discipline is the other. While we just got super clear about what it is that we want to accomplish this week, let's be honest, we still haven't done anything yet. Action of any sort requires discipline. When are you going to work on your big rocks that you just identified? See, I know a lot of people who have grand ambitions but lack the discipline to actually put them in motion. You must prioritize 
and commit to working on your big rocks. Schedule those activities first in your calendar. Actually block time to work on them and have the discipline to protect that time. When someone requests time in your calendar that coincides with the time you block for a big rock, resist the temptation to override that time. You must treat yourself as your number one client. You would never dream of overriding another client appointment with a different client. Booking time to work on your big rocks needs to be treated like a client meeting. That requires discipline. The framework I just outlined can be leveraged individually or with teams. It drives clarity as to where you're going and how you're gonna get there. Everything I described is easy to do. And you know what? It's also easy not to do. But the feeling of establishing and sustaining momentum is incredible. If you and your team struggle with this, don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to help you put a plan in place that will accelerate growth. I included a link in the description if you want to schedule some time to chat live. If you want to ignite a new level of energy, focus, and momentum in yourself and your team, I invite you to get a copy of my latest book, Freedom to Experiment. The link is in the description if you're interested. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves your best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.